You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church Podcast. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. I want to anchor this time in the Word. Don't you appreciate the fact that we have pastor and other teachers who anchor their teachings in the Word? As we gather together in Christ's name, that's what we want to hear, right? We don't particularly want to hear the opinions of men. We want to hear the Word of the Lord, don't we? So that we can take it into our lives and live from it. So, I, Sue, would you throw up that one uh, slide we've got today? We were going to have more slides, but I had to make a trip to Ohio to be with my, my family. So, um, Michelle put this one together for me. All right, I'll, I'll show since we're... Okay, this is the disciples in the boat. As, as man has portrayed them. Can you see that? The title of today's sermon is Get Out of the Boat. Hence the prop. Get Out of the Boat. And so, Sue, that's okay. I, I've got it. If you bring it up, that's fine. If you don't, that's all right too. So let's read the word of the Lord in Matthew 14. If you'll get your word out, if you brought a word. Matthew 14. I want to set this up a little bit. The first part of Matthew 14 talks about the beheading of John, Jesus' cousin. And they brought the news to Jesus. And in 13, when Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Probably to grieve and to mourn and to seek the Father. But the crowds followed him, the word goes on to say. And out of compassion, Jesus feeds them. And then we have the account of the feeding of the 5,000. So even in his grief, Jesus reaches out to those that have come seeking him. And that's where I want to pick the text up. Let's pick the text up uh, in verse 22. And after Jesus had fed all these people... In verse 22, it says, Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. And after he had dismissed them, he went up to the mountainside by himself to pray. Again, he's probably grieving. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted and tossed by the waves and the wind that were against it. During the fourth watch of the night, which is about 3 a.m., Jesus went out to them in the boat and walked on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost. And they immediately were afraid and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it's just me, don't be afraid. Lord, boisterous Peter, don't you love Peter? Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, come, said Jesus. When, then Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind 
he was afraid and he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus caught him. He reached out his hand and caught him. Oh, you of little faith, he said to Peter, why did you doubt? And that is the context of the uh, message this morning. There are some several things I want you to see. First of all, just the scenario that sets itself up and how it applies to us. Then I want you to kind of see Peter's response and how that sometimes translates into our response in given situations. And then thirdly, I want to come back to the people still in the boat. So we have a boat, and this is portraying Jesus. I'm sorry, I couldn't find anything that was more like Jesus. I was going to have Mr. Jim sit up here, but he really plays God with his white hair. So this is Jesus. So Jesus has sent the disciples on. They're out in the boat because he's told them to go ahead. He is, they are starting to experience the results of, the evidence of the storm, the wind and the waves, and it's getting worse and they're getting more afraid. And deep in the night, and I, I want you to catch on to that, deep in the night, at least 3 a.m., the, the scriptures say the fourth watch, was, which usually started right around 3 a.m. Jesus was joining them, and he walked on the water out toward the boat, and the disciples, having no other frame of reference, said, oh, it's a ghost! Now, can we relate to that? If we saw something supernatural and had no other frame of reference for it, we might say the same thing. And so the disciples, being the men that they were, said, it's a ghost. And Jesus, blessed Jesus, says to them what he says to us when we're in trouble. Don't be afraid. It's me. I am with you. You don't have to be afraid. And so Peter says, as we just read, well, Lord, if it's you, He's asking Jesus to confirm that it really is him. Lord, if it's you, uh, tell me to come out with you. <laughs> now, we know that Peter probably has not thought this through at all. He is just going to get out of that boat if the Lord says. And so, of course, the Lord doesn't command him. He invites him, come. And so Peter gets out of the boat. And he's fine as long as his eyes are on Jesus. But the minute he takes his eyes off of the Lord and he begins to see the wind and the waves, he begins to fear and he begins to sink. And he calls out to the Lord a second time, Lord, save me. And did Jesus say, not on your life? No. Jesus said, I'll get you. And he reached down his hand and got him. But then Jesus said, oh, Peter, why did you doubt? Now, what I felt the Lord was showing me in this, because this is a familiar story to most of us, is that when we get out of the boat and we head toward Jesus, therein lies the kingdom. 
This is the place where miracles and those greater things that we shall do, Jesus said, take place. Because why? Because when we step out for the Lord, when we step out, when we feel we've heard his voice, we step out in faith, and in faith there is risk, right? And how many of you sitting here today have felt you've stepped out for the Lord? Maybe it was to pray for somebody, like Brenda's testimony several weeks ago, where she prayed for the young man at the, at the counter that, where she was checking out, and how the Lord removed all the people in her line so that she could pray. That takes faith, doesn't it? And that takes risk when we step out like that. Now, I'm not advocating that we just step out on a whim, but when you sense the word of the Lord, when you sense his nudge, come, he invites us to partner with him in all that he's doing in the earth. Then, it does take courage to step out of the boat. And so we might even step out of the boat with one foot. Lord, is, is, is this water going to hold me? But in that risk, as we step out, we are then totally trusting Jesus, that we're not going to sink and drown, and we are totally committed. We're all in, as poker players like to say. We're all in standing out here in the place between the boat, which is familiar, and between Jesus, the supernatural. All right? So when we take risk in obedient faith, I believe God steps out to meet us immediately. I mean, right like that. When we look at the scripture, we see precedence for this. If you think about Abraham in Genesis 12, now that's something you might want to run down because I want you to read that. I'm not going to take time to read that this morning. Genesis 12, God calls to Abraham, Abraham, take your family and leave your father's home, your father's culture, all that is familiar. And Abraham steps out. Don't you think that probably took a lot of faith? Don't you think that was a big risk for him? That he was going to go somewhere the Lord was taking him. He wasn't quite sure what the outcome of that was going to be or what it was going to look like. And yet he left his father and his father's people and his culture and he went out. Somebody else that comes to mind that I love, one of my heroes in the Bible, for a man walking in faith is Noah. God called Noah to build an ark in obedient faith. Noah built the ark, and it took many, 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 many years, and God met Noah in that. Um, one more person, Moses. Moses heard the call of the Lord. He argued with the Lord, not me, Lord. I'm not eloquent of speech. No, you don't want to send me. But God was pretty insistent with Moses, wasn't he? And God, bless God's heart, he showed Moses signs and wonders so that Moses could move on in faith. And the list could go on, right? Mary received the word from the Lord that she was going to be the mother of Jesus. 
Joseph, who was in fear, had an angel of the Lord visit and say, it's all right, it's of me, take Mary to be your wife. And so we see saints who have gone before us, who've stepped out of the boat. So let's talk about the boat a minute. Because I think it, it, that day, that's where I would have been. The boat represents that which is, we feel, is safe and familiar. Even if it's being tossed to and fro, we know it. It's familiar. And so we have some security in that just because we know it. As I've looked at this passage and prayed, I've thought about the people still left in the boat. You know, some of them might have thought as Peter climbed out of the boat, oh, he is nuts. You think maybe one of the disciples thought that? Another one of the disciples might have said, I'm glad that's not me. I'm glad Jesus didn't see me and call me out there. Some of them might have just been so involved in the storm and the circumstances of what was happening, they might not have even seen Jesus if they were on the other side of the boat. They might not have even seen Jesus. They might not have heard that conversation between Jesus and Peter, and they might be oblivious. <laughs> what storm? What storm? Where Jesus? Peter? Do any of those people groups hit home to you? Have you ever said to the Lord, oh, not me, Lord. Look the other way. Or have you ever seen somebody else stepping out in faith and you're saying, oh, man, are they crazy? So we see the people in the boat and we can identify with the people in the boat. But when Jesus says, come out of the boat, this place, this place of total trust and total faith and risk is where I believe we are going to see the miracles of Christ. Because then we are totally depending on Jesus. Just like Brenda, like you were that day. Totally depending on Jesus. And each one of you has a testimony in your lives of some time that you've stepped out and you've taken that risk. It might, it might simply be a word, sharing a word. When Barb comes up to share a word, or some of the rest of you sharing a word that they felt God put on their heart, there's a risk there. When the girls step out to dance, there's a risk there. Maybe somebody won't like that. So as we step out in obedient faith, and that, I think what's critical here is that we have heard the word of the Lord. We haven't heard somebody else's word, and we're not tagging on to, on to something God's doing over here with somebody else. We've heard the word of the Lord for ourselves. And in obedient faith, we're stepping out to do God's will. And I think that as we do that, God will pour himself out on us. You know, a couple places in this reading that we had today, uh, Jesus immediately ministers to them. And when he saw Peter sinking, he immediately reached out his hand. So have you found that? That when you finally do step out to minister for the Lord, that God meets you right there? How many times have some of you been pulled into ministry, pulled into a prayer, or somebody says to you, will you pray for me? And you want to go, oh, I don't know. Do I? Will I know what to pray? That's stepping out in faith. Yes, God's going to meet me. 
He's going to meet me as I pray for my brothers and sisters. And so I think once God sees that step, and I think he waits to see that step, just like with Abraham and Moses and Noah, I think he waits to see, gives us the invitation. Are we going to respond? He waits to see. And when we do, he meets us right away. He's right there and he says, don't be afraid, I'm with you. The great I am is with you. The God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, I am with you. The creator of the universe, I am with you. Don't be afraid. And I think that the more we step out, and the more we step out, and the more we step forward, more and more we become vessels for the, the flow of God's power and authority. As we were at the conference last week, several of us, week before last, I guess now it's been, so many people that ministered, ministered in such power, and it looked so easy, didn't it, to those of you who were able to come. And yet, some of them absolutely gave testimony to the fact that they had had times of fear and trepidation that they had stepped out thousands of times to pray, to give words to people. And they began to grow stronger as they ministered for the Lord at the Lord's behest. And again, let's be clear about that. We're not stepping out and doing something willy-nilly or something somebody on the other side of the globe is doing or even on the other side of the United States. We're, we're seeking God for this place. We're seeking God for ourselves for our family, what's he saying to us? As I kind of draw to a close here, I want to think about the people in the boat. We've already talked a little bit about the folks that could have been in the boat there, their response. But I wonder as they sat in the boat, if they felt sad inside themselves that, that they hadn't tried to take that step. Have you ever been in that place where you thought maybe God was urging you forward and you didn't do it? And how did you feel afterwards? Sad? Chee, uh, I'm sorry, Lord, I think I missed you. I want to tell you, because I tell myself this, in the boat, there is no condemnation. Jesus wasn't going to rail against the folks in the boat that didn't make the decision this time to step out of the boat. And he doesn't us either. He calls us. He gives us the invitation. I just want you to see Jesus standing in front of you with his arm out. Come. But if you don't, he loves you and says, there'll be another time. So I want you to remember that. If you get in a place that you are comfortable and feeling secure and you just can't quite take that step out of the boat, there'll be another time. Pray and seek God. I think most of the time we feel like maybe we missed an opportunity. We do kind of know it inside of us, don't we? I know Mike and I were uh, leaving the VA the other day and there was a person standing there with a sign that he was hungry. Now, people usually stand at this one place, 
downtown most of the time. And Mike and I have tried not to harden our hearts. Oh, well, there's the team again. You know, we try to, each time we see somebody, we try to say, Lord, are you leading us at this particular time with this person to give? Well, by the time we decided, yes, we were going to give, and we were past the person. I couldn't get the money out of my wallet fast enough to, to give it to him as we drove by. And I felt bad about that. So I just said, oh, Lord, forgive me. Let someone else come by who can bless them today. You know, the enemy is always going to accuse us. We can't agree with that. Because we, <coughs> excuse me, because we have a God through Jesus Christ in whom there is no condemnation. If you don't know any Bible verse in the Bible, learn that one. That is Romans 8, 1. Now there is now, now there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So just tell the enemy <coughs> in Jesus' name, I'll do better the next time. I'll do, I'll respond differently in faith the next time. And shut that voice off. All right. Well, Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you, Lord, that you invite us to partner with you at this place out of the boat, at this place that's out of our comfort zone. And that when we step out, I believe that makes you joyous that we are ready to join you in this instance in your business. And I pray for my beloved brothers and sisters today, Father, that they will begin to ponder this and they will look for places where you are calling them out of the boat. I pray, Father, that you would just minister to us in a quiet way today, in a profound way today. And I pray that in the name of Jesus for my beloved ones, your beloved ones. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To receive more audio content from The Vineyard, click the subscribe button in iTunes. 